Welcome to the Illinois YPN Podcast, where members of the Realtors Young Professionals Network, or YPN, share their tips and resources for your real estate career. Our topic for this episode is Let's Talk Professional Courtesy. I'm Kim Busher, Illinois Realtors Staff Liaison for our State YPN Advisory Board. In this episode, I have Eddie Rudiger, current chair for our board, joining me as co-host as we sit down and talk with several YPN members on the important topic of professional courtesy. They're going to share tips for new agents, basic etiquette rules to always keep in mind. So getting right into it, we want to welcome Eddie Rudiger to the podcast. Hi, Kim. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm well excited to be here. Yeah, so glad to have you. Eddie is a realtor with Baird & Mortar in Plainfield, the 2020 chair of Illinois YPN and the 2020 president-elect of his local board, Three Rivers Association of Realtors. He's an active member at both the state and local levels, serving on our professional standards committee, leadership development graduate, a state legislative contact for Senator Pat McGuire, and a number of other committees over the years. And in 2018, Eddie was named Realtor of the Year for Three Rivers. I'm just glad you shortened that to a number of committees. <laughs> I looked at my list lot long ago and it was pretty like four pages. <laughs> I just can't say no to volunteering. No. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, so as you know, today we're talking about professional courtesy. So you've been practicing real estate for 18 years, but even outside that, you serve on the Illinois Realtors Professional Standards Committee. So how important do you think this topic is for newer agents? It's very important. They just might not realize how important it is to them. And the things that they need to do in training, in working for their clients, and certain practices that can set them and their clients up for success. Because you're always, at any point in my world, negotiating for your buyers or even right. your sellers. Right. So on a basic level, name some basic etiquette rules to practice. So I think uh, the golden rule is always um, a great, be nice to everybody, mm -hmm. be kind. I think um, be honest is always, that doesn't mean you have to tell the other agent everything. You don't have to disclose, but you do have to be honest. Mm -hmm. And then I think you get into some of the common stuff, especially if you're showing properties. If lights were off, make sure they're off when you leave. If they're on, okay, there's probably another showing coming behind you. Sure. And the most important thing, and I personally believe, our biggest responsibility as a showing agent, make sure the property is secure when you leave. Right. So over the years, what is one of the biggest professional standards mistakes you see agents making? There's something wrong. I can't get the door locked. I can't get, and they just leave. All right. I, we understand you have a schedule and you're on a schedule and you have to get to the next appointment with mm -hmm. your client. Call the listing agent. Do not leave a property unsecured. Don't leave a property in distress. If you walk in and you find there's a foot of water in the basement, you know, um, let yeah. them know. They might, sure. they might not know. Yeah. Well, and having served on Illinois Realtors Professional Standards, what type of you know, common complaints do you see coming that could easily have been avoided if you just applied these basic etiquette rules? Um, a lot of them can be <laughs> applied. I, yeah. I avoid it, and you can apply them in a lot of uh, cases. Some of the biggest ones are definitely unsecured property. Um, I mean, we know one of the biggest complaints is always unauthorized access, mm -hmm. but even past that is maybe not necessarily rising to the level of an ethics complaint, but I know managing brokers hear it all the time. They'll get the phone call from an agent or another managing broker. The property was left unsecure. Mm -hmm. There was something that happened, whatever the case may be. 
common communication and just being right. honest will avoid these problems. Yeah, exactly. So in our series of past YPN podcast episodes, we've heard quite a few times that this idea of it's collaboration, not competition within the industry, which I think is important to bring up when talking about professional courtesies. It's not just with your clients, but with your colleagues as well, right? Absolutely. I mean, you're trying to create a win-win situation. You've got two parties. You've got a buyer that wants to sell, they're winning. You've got a, um, I'm flipping that up. You have a buyer mm -hmm. that wants to buy, they're winning. You have a seller that wants to sell, mm -hmm. and they're winning. So you have a win-win situation that can be created. Yeah, perfect. So, um, you know, as in when you're closing a deal, you want happy clients on both sides of the table, correct? Ab absolutely. Yeah. So whether it be a listing agent or a buyer's agent, whichever you're working as, what are your top do's and don'ts you would want new agents to know? Um, again, definitely secure the property um, if I'm on the buy side. Um, if I'm the sell side, make sure the property is available. Um, we're seeing, you know, you see certain properties mm -hmm. that sometimes you can only show this property on every third full moon. You know, when that's a problem, when the buyer's agent cannot get access to the property, you're undermining your agent that you're supposed to be working with and now their buyers get nervous and now that causes a problem. So you want to make sure access is mm -hmm. available as much as possible. Yeah, absolutely. So next up on the podcast, you're going to talk with two YPNs to get some more tips on professionalism for our listeners. So who do you have joining us today? So we have Megan uh, joining us uh, today and uh, Rachel. Perfect. Rachel Scheid is a realtor with Coldwell Banker Residential in Chicago, where she is the branch manager of their West Loop office, providing marketing support, coaching, and personalized attention to her agents. Rachel is a current member of our Illinois State YPN Advisory Board, a leadership development graduate, serves on the 2020 Professional Standards Committee, and is very active with her local association, which is the Chicago Association of Realtors. In 2018, she was honored with Chicago Agent Magazine's Charitable Service Award and featured in their 2019 Who's Who in Chicagoland Residential Real Estate. Rachel, welcome. So glad to have you on the Illinois YPN podcast. Thank you, Eddie. I'm very excited to be on today. It's great uh, that you're joining us. I'm glad to hear have you here. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I think this is a really important topic that doesn't really get talked about a lot in our industry, and especially for newer agents. It's something that everyone should have access to. Absolutely. So you're training agents, serving on committees like Professional Standards, Chicagoland's 2019 Who's Who. You obviously make an impression. What do you credit towards your success in this industry? Um, I got in the business when I was 21, and which is a very young age to get in the business because not many 21-year-olds are buying and selling real estate. So the biggest thing that I did was be involved. I started going to every Chicago Association Realtor event I could. I applied for the YPN committee for my local association with CAR. Um, I went to every networking opportunity, the free ones, because 21, not making that much money yet. Um, and I think that is truly why I am here and being asked to be on the podcast today, because of all of those different steps that I took at the beginning of my career. In your uh, opinion, what is one of the biggest mistakes you're seeing agents make when it comes to professionalism? So the biggest thing I see in my marketplace is 
a lack of understanding of what as is means for properties, especially with newer, younger agents to the business. Um, a lot of buyer's agents, when they show a property that's marked as is, as is, they'll say, oh, don't worry, we can just handle that during the inspection. They say as is, but they wanna sell, so they'll get it fixed. Um, and then a lot of listing agents don't really explain as is to their clients and what it could mean and what further implications it has down the road, right? Of marketing a property that's as is, buyer's agents, like hear it screaming, there's something wrong, there's something wrong. So I think, I wish that more agents could really have a better understanding of that um, so we could serve our marketplace better. Have you seen um, this, con and you've seen this make your deals go south, right? Yeah, I've had it like at least seven deals where as is isn't properly, when I represent the buyer, the listing agent doesn't quite understand it and maybe the seller ends up feeling like they're getting screwed out of something so they cancel. I've had it where despite my best efforts to explain to my buyers, the inspector can sometimes throw a wrench and not understand that it's as is and they can make it seem like an unapproachable property. So I think it's so important to educate both sides of the deal early on if you're gonna be listing or having buyers sell something as is. Give us some do's and don'ts you tell agents in your office, whether it be working as a listing agent or as a buyer's agent. The biggest do that I have is always be nice, which sounds so quaint and easy, but if you're in real estate, you know that it's not always easy to be nice or to be the nice one. Um, but I think a lot of agents are kind of rude and cutthroat to each other. They feel very competitive. And the way that I train my agents is you're not competing against anyone but yourself to be better than you were yesterday, last week, last year. Um, there's plenty of business to go around for uh, to everybody. Um, that's one of the things I love about YPN actually is it's introduced me to so many agents. So in 2019, every multiple offer I wrote, it was with a listing agent who I knew personally. And I was able to win all of my deals for my buyers because of the networking I had done and the fact that I'm nice to all the realtors I meet because you never know when you're gonna be on opposing sides of a deal. I absolutely agree. I have a saying in my local association, it's always easier to do a deal with someone you know than someone you don't. So exactly. get involved. Mm -hmm. I mean, so it really does make um, and process a lot easier. So um, what are some small um, courtesies that you think can go a long way within those? So my two that I always recommend is smile. Um, and I know, again, it sounds quaint and silly, but I always say 99% of the time when someone has a bad attitude, it has nothing to do with you, right? We have no idea what people are going through in their personal or professional lives. And I have found that if I enter a property with a listing agent and say I'm running a few minutes late and they're a little testy, a little smile and a thank you so much for being patient for my buyer and I changes that appointment dramatically. Um, the other thing that I think is super important is talking about, uh, talking with a listing agent on how they like to be talked to, right? So I ask all of my clients, what's the best way to communicate with you? And about a couple, three years ago, I started asking agents. Say, hey, I just submitted an offer for your listing. What's the easiest way to get in contact with you? Is it email, text, or call? And right then and there, I think the listing agent feels like, wow, this person is willing to work the way that's best for me to work. And I'm then I'm not the agent blowing up their phone every five minutes. I'm just shooting them a text every couple hours. Hey, have you heard back from your seller? I'm easy to work with in that sense. Uh, and people then want to work with your client because they see that you're going to be someone fun and easy to work with down the road. You uh, said something earlier about running late, and I'm assuming calling 
letting the, uh, the agent know if you're meeting an agent or letting the agent know so they can let their uh, seller know? Yeah, I usually shoot a text if I know, you know, our industry is so crazy. I mean, sometimes you could be running late because of traffic or mm -hmm. your client shows up 45 minutes late to the first of 10 showings. Um, so my rule of thumb is I let every agent in that list of 10 showings know as soon as I know that we're running late. And I like the text because it's time stamped. Yep. Um, and it's usually easy for them to screenshot it over to a seller. Another part of that is vacant homes. That's one big don't I have with all of my agents is if you have a one o'clock showing and you know it's vacant, that does not mean you can access it at 3 p.m. That's unacceptable and illegal, actually, and it's against license law. And I don't think enough realtors understand that and they think, oh, it's vacant, no problem. Well, I've entered vacant homes thinking it's vacant and there's somebody there. Right, which is a safety risk for everybody involved. So I still text agents, even if it's vacant, I'm like, hey, we're running late or we're running early. Would it be okay if I access the home from the photos it looked vacant, but I just wanna ask. And almost every realtor is like, yeah, duh, it's vacant, go ahead. Um, but I now have it in writing you know, and time stamped. So if anything happens down the line, keys go missing, something happens in the property that's discovered later, I can be able to show I was given permission to access at that time. And more importantly too, even on like a bank owned property, which are almost always vacant, um, there's still an owner. The owner's the bank, but there's always an owner and the owner should get to control when someone is in their property. Exactly, exactly. exactly. How would you like it if someone walked in while you're showering? Probably not very much. No, and as an agent that I, that's actually happened to me, I didn't like it either, but they were notified, hey, guess what? We're coming, and they decided to jump in the shower thinking, uh, oh, I'll be in and out because whatever. So, Maybe they wanted to show the buyer the shower works. Uh, that could be it. I don't know. So uh, I want to just want to switch gears uh, and talk a little about social media and professionalism. I know you're very active on social media. What is something you tell agents to always remember when it comes to this form of communication online? Uh, that's a really good question. There's always going to be competing agents and companies. And unfortunately, social media, um, the, the bad side of social media is that you can express your frustrations and your angst very quickly and to a large audience. And I've seen far too many realtors that are friends of mine posting you know, about XYZ company or the agents that XYZ has at their company. And that's just a huge no-no. I mean, first of all, you never know what's gonna happen in your life. You might end up joining XYZ company later. You don't know. Um, but I just think that we can't be bashing other companies just because of how they practice business. That's a huge problem in our industry. Um, let's end it with one uh, practical uh, wish you wish everyone knew to start their career. I wish everyone understood how much prospecting is going to be the keystone for your business. I think it's the last thing on every agent's list for the day, um, but it should be the first. Get it out of the way, get it done, and you should not stop calling until you have an appointment. Excellent advice. Rachel, thank you for your time and joining us on the YPN podcast. Um, those are some excellent tips and insights today. Thank you, Eddie, glad to be here. Next up, we have Megan Beechin, a Realtor with Realty Executives Elite in Lamont. Megan is a very active member with her local association, Main Street Organization of Realtors, where she is past chair of their local YPN board. At the state level, she currently serves as the 2020 Vice Chair of Illinois YPN and was accepted into the 2020 Leadership Development Class. And in 2019, Megan was named to the National Association of Realtors 30 Under 30 Class.
Welcome, Megan. So glad to have you here on the Illinois YPN podcast. Thank you so much. I'm super excited to be here. So in your opinion, what's one of the biggest mistakes you see agents making when it comes to professionalism? Honestly, I would say it's um, some very basic mistakes. A lot of it has to do with um, showings in my marketplace. I've seen a lot of agents accessing properties when they shouldn't be, um, maybe at a different time than they have confirmed, or maybe they don't have a confirmed appointment at all. Um, if it's a vacant property, I've seen some of that where agents assume that they can just go right in just because it's vacant or it's a go and show. And um, that is not the case because sometimes sellers have alarms. You know, they may have a tenant in there. You never know what the case is. And so it's a very, very big mistake to just access a property without permission. Um, and then also, I also see a lot of professionalism um, issues on social media. So agents that might be talking too freely about maybe the offers that they have in or what they're doing when they're working with a client, um, maybe giving too much away about a certain client. I, I feel like there is a point where it kind of becomes, um, you know, almost too free-flowing the information and we should keep ourselves in check as far as what we're sharing um, about different transactions that we're in on social media. I, I do feel like you always have the, you always should be truthful to the other agent but sometimes newer agents forget the fact that they can say, I'm sorry, I cannot disclose that. Mm -hmm. I mean, do you find that um, sometimes as a problem? Yeah, and especially with the newer agents, um, they just want everyone to you know, like and respect them and they're just starting out. So you want to be friendly with the other agent. And obviously you always wanna be friendly with the other agent on the other side, but um, you can definitely say too much. So just keeping in check what you know, you're telling the other agent, you, at the end of the day, are representing your client and your client only. So if whatever you say is going to damage the um, image that your client wants you to be presenting about them, or um, and in any way affecting if they could get the property or anything at all, then um, you should definitely just say, I, I don't know, or um, I don't want to answer that, or my client hasn't given me permission to answer that. So give us some do's and don'ts you tell agents in your office whether they're working buys, with buyers or sellers. Um, I would put yourself in their shoes. So, you know, everyone at, at some point or another is a buyer or a seller themselves. So, you know, again, treat these people as you would want to be treated when you have um, showing set up. Be courteous of the time that, you know, you've scheduled. And if you're running late, uh, a heads up or you know a phone call to the listing agent goes a huge way um, if you and another one too if you happen to run into um, a seller when you're on a showing being professional with that seller as well that might not be your client but I have had instances where um, a buyer's agent my sellers were leaving the house the buyer's agent showed up early with her client and she was getting a little testy with my seller um, about showing the home and you know, my seller had a very bad taste in his mouth about realtors in a way after that because he, you know, she, she really wasn't giving him any kind of professional courtesy. So really just being professional with anyone that you come across and treating them as you would want to be treated. I always take the view as you're always negotiating at any mm -hmm. point for your client. Right. Whether you're on the buy or sell, every time I talk to an agent, if it's involved with another uh, client, mm -hmm. you're always negotiating. Have you seen some of those aspects um, when they get the bad taste in their mouth take the deal and turn an offer or turn a possible deal and make it go south where it doesn't come together oh absolutely you are 
think of it this way, you are the spokesperson for your client. And if you are coming off in a way that is rude or unprofessional and the sellers don't like that, it's reflecting onto your client. Even though your client could be the sweetest person in the world, if you're coming off not that way, that is how the sellers might see it. And it could have a huge detrimental effect on you know, your future negotiations with that, with that particular person. So let's switch gears and talk a little about social media and professionalism. I know you're very active on social media. What is something you tell your agents to always remember when it comes to online communications? Absolutely. Um, anything that I post or share or anything that I will do on social media, I always have the mindset of if a potential client was looking through this, would they take offense to it? Would, they, would there be something wrong with it? Um, Always keep in mind that your clients are watching you online, your future clients, your past clients, everyone. Um, even though you might not think that they are, people that you are interviewing with, they're looking you up online, they might be looking you up on Facebook, and they're trying to see if you're a match for them. And if you have anything on there that gives them, rubs them the wrong way, whether it be political or um, distasteful, anything like that, you could be eliminated from the running before you even talk to them. So. Always keep the mindset that they are watching you and you should be posting only things that are going to, you know, present you as a professional and um, definitely stay away from any kind of political topics because no matter what you do, you're going to be offending probably half the population who's, who's seeing those posts. So let's end with one tip or one piece of knowledge you want to give to anybody that's starting off. Sure. So one thing that I wish I would have started back when I was first starting, and I was working primarily with buyers when I first started. Um, so as I've, you know, over the years I've developed a style and as I've grown as a realtor, I've kind of recognized the importance of a professional offer package. And um, really it will go a really long way if you put together a very clean, crisp offer for the sellers or the seller's agent um, as a buyer's agent. So what I mean when I say that is um, I always, for every single offer, I have a buyer letter, which is just a quick summary of the offer, um, highlighting my buyers, you know, the great parts of their offer, what they have to bring to the table, not sharing too much, but just enough to make it relatable to the sellers. Um, and then I package that with the offer, the signed disclosures, and the pre-approval all in one PDF, and I send it over in a very nice, clean email. Um, I have found that in multiple offer situations that I've been involved in, um, there was one time where we were one of 12 offers. We were not cash, and there were cash offers, and we were not the highest price, um, but the agent told me that he actually took our offer because of my professional package, and he just knew that it would be a smooth process working with me and my buyer, and so he recommended to his seller client to take our offer, even though there were cash offers on the table, there were higher offers on the table, um, but he knew that it was gonna be a nice, clean uh, offer and process working with us. So I think it really goes a long way when you compose a professional package and you're working for the buyer clients. It goes back to that saying we've heard how many times it's not always about price. Sometimes it's about less stress. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's about making sure the deal closes. Right. And that's exactly what it looks like you're doing. So, Megan, thank you very much for your time today. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Excellent. Have a good day. You too. We want to give a big thank you to Eddie, Megan, and Rachel for joining us, taking time out of their busy schedules to share some really valuable insights and tips. We got a lot of great information today. Kim, where can we go to get some more resources on this topic? 
They can visit www.illinoisrealtors.org ethics to get resources from our professional standards toolkit, including the Raising the Bar download, which gives guidelines to help both new and veteran realtors enhance the relationships with colleagues and clients. I really suggest checking out the ethics section on the website. The toolkit Kim mentioned is a very helpful resource. And before we wrap this up, I personally want to invite our Illinois Realtors to get involved with YPN. YPN is all about connecting with other Realtors and staying on top of the latest trends and tools. Absolutely, Eddie. To learn more, connect with us on Facebook at Illinois YPN, and you can find YPN online at www.illinoisrealtors.org slash YPN. There's more likely a YPN board with your local association, so be sure to reach out to the local to find out more networking opportunities and information on your local YPN. Yeah, and lastly, just be sure to check out our series of YPN podcasts here to help the new agents be successful. You can find episodes on networking, another I wish I knew then about the first year in the business and the industry partners. And with that, it's a wrap. Thanks, Eddie, and thank you all for tuning in. Thank you.